Hello and welcome to a Simply Awesome Life podcast. I'm your host and worthiness coach, Helen Jane, or you can call me HJ, and I'm thrilled you're here. A Simply Awesome Life is about creating an awesome life right now with simple steps, as well as recognizing the awesomeness already present in your life today. It's happening right now, and I'm here to help you enjoy your life, understand just how worthy you already are, and finally, making sure that there's joy and fun and pleasure included, because that's our end goal. More pleasure, more happiness, more self-love, more of all the good stuff. Okay, everyone, hello. Are you ready for this next episode? It's one that I've been wanting to do for a while. It's, you know, about worthiness and body image, worthiness and weight. Um, The reason I keep pushing back (laughs) is simply because I have tried to record this probably six, seven, eight times. And every time I go on like rants and parentheses and I go so much into trying to do the science behind why I am anti-diet, why weight loss as a goal in and of itself does not work, even though I don't necessarily have the capacity to speak about that in a a scientific way, I guess. Um, Now, that doesn't mean it's not scientific. It means I don't have the capacity to communicate it uh, in that way. I also don't have the time. So I'm going to start by saying that... um, as much as you know, you should only listen to this podcast, obviously. I'm going to hand over a lot of that to uh, a podcast that is called Maintenance Phase. And Aubrey and Mike, they are two amazing people who really do the research and break down why a lot of the studies that are cited. Also, fun fact, a lot of them are like from the 70s and it's not many studies. It's just the one study that was done and um, just used over and over again and cited over and over again. So that's really interesting in and of itself because they help show why a lot of the theory that we think is science is actually not when it comes to this idea that weight loss is good for you and that being fat is bad and that thin is better. And they also talk about the culture, which I will also talk about a little here, uh, this idea that weight loss is always good and that we can be naturally thin, but for some reason we can't be naturally fat. So I'm going to hand over that side to them right away so that I can focus on worthiness and body image, worthiness and weight Uh, weight loss uh, because that's my area and I definitely encourage you to go to them and they have tons of other resources that they quote that they cite that you can then go on to look at Aubrey Gordon has some amazing books out Um, she is very outspoken about what fat phobia is why it's wrong and as much as I'll you know introduce it sometimes a little bit here Uh, just to make sure that we're all on the same page when it comes to definitions, I definitely urge you to keep looking uh, towards them if you want as a good starting point or middle point or wherever you're at in your journey. They are definitely worth listening to for a lot of preconceived notions that we had. Okay, so let's talk weight loss. And actually not just weight loss. Sorry, let's talk body image and worthiness. There are a few things. First of all, I use the word fat in a non-moral, purely descriptive manner, just as I use the word thin in that same way. So let's start there. (laughs) Why do I do that? And why is it important for me to say this? Because we have been 
taught and made to think that it is scientifically proven that fat is bad and that thin is good. Now, there are many reasons why it's bad. Again, go to maintenance phase for that. But I want to speak to more the moral value that we've put on those words and why I have an issue with that as a worthiness coach. Basically because your worth does not change depending on your body weight. Someone who is thin does not have more to offer to society than someone who is fat. Someone who is yeah, skinny is not more worthy than someone who is fat. And the same person is worthy no matter how much they weigh, no matter no matter how much they gain weight, and no matter how much they lose weight. Now, that's a lot of words, and I really hope you take a minute to let that sink in because you might not even be realizing that you have those fatphobic tendencies and those thoughts of, I can only treat myself when I'm thin, and I cannot treat myself, and life is normal, that it's life is hard for a fat person because they or I am undisciplined, lazy, um, lacking focus. Guess what? The main reason why this is extremely wrong, and I can prove it, is that thin people are also lazy. Thin people are also undisciplined. Thin people can also lack focus. Thin people also don't have their shit together. <laughs> Because guess what? It is in no way dependent or correlated with your weight. You are worthy no matter what your body looks like. And I want to be careful because sometimes people use that. So I'm just going to like let you know to look out for that online, especially. People will use that like love your body as it is. And you know, you are not your body. And the reason why it's sometimes problematic is because it's actually fat phobic in the sense that it implies that Thin people don't need to hear this and only it only accounts for fat people that like thin people are allowed to be their body and defined by their body, whereas fat people are not going to be that way. Does that make sense? And it's just as bad for thin people to think and to be told actually that they are their body, that they are defined by their body, that their worth depends on it. Because then what happens when your body changes in many ways um, not only weight loss, weight gain, sorry, but it can be that, which is why um, that saying, in my case, what I mean by that is you are not limited by what society has decided your worth is depending on your body. That's bullshit. Now, if we all didn't actually impose any moral value to the way someone looks, I would not have to say that. The reason I say it is because we tell people that their worth is dependent on their body. And I'm here to tell you, you are not your body. You are more than your body. You are able to offer to the world a lot more than just what you look like. Your personality is important. You matter. You are important. And that does not depend on your body, on your image. And think about it truly. Like how many times have you thought, I look bad? I feel shitty, right? Like, do you see what I did there? This idea that the way you look is going to define how you feel is going to define who you are as a person. We all do it, and a lot of times it's unconscious because we think it's so true that definitely the way we look defines our worth. And that's because also it's been reinforced, but for both men and for women, definitely 
we do live in a patriarchal society where men are also more easily valued for their thoughts and their mind. Uh, women do have that extra pressure uh, of being more objectified than men. That doesn't mean men haven't gone through that and that you're not going through that, no matter how you identify, even non-binary people, of course, included. We all still think our worth depends on our bodies. Okay, so we've established your worthiness is not dependent on the way you look and or on the way you feel about your body. I'm not saying that you should not take care of yourself, right? There's a difference between thinking that you deserve something only because you look a certain way a certain day and then knowing you deserve everything because it actually feels good to you. And there is a difference because it's not about like you always need to put makeup on or you are never allowed to put makeup on because you are worthy without makeup. And so putting makeup on is, you know, going against this idea. That's bullshit. I put makeup on because it's one of the times of my day where I can look at myself in the mirror and say nice things about myself. Also use makeup to accentuate what I want that day. Have fun. It adds color. It's just a fun activity, but I do not put makeup on because I need to hide something. Because I know that even if I had no makeup on, I'm still worthy. That even if I showed up to an appointment with a client with no makeup on, with my hair not done, of course I want to look like I've taken the time to wake up, right? In the sense that my client deserves that respect as well. I, we don't go into sessions with me not caring, but there is a way for me to act and be very caring without having my makeup on that morning. And that is not anything a client would, que would question because my capacity as a coach is not dependent on how I look. And in some ways, you're probably like, of course, Helen, that's obvious, duh. And yet, how many, many times in your life have you had that thought of, oh, crap, I was shitty today and like, look at the way I look or probably the opposite of I look shitty today well I feel shitty which means I'm gonna have a shitty day which means I'm a shitty person which means I have contributed nothing today to work to friends to myself to my own life to taking care of people I love of myself again we give so much power to our bodies and here's an invitation to take that power back so how do we do that well you're probably not gonna like this or maybe you are you will but Uh, it starts with thoughts. It starts with recognizing that feelings are feelings. They are not truths. It starts with recognizing that those thoughts and that then make feelings <laughs> that then impact your day were imposed on us. Were things that we were told were true and actually scientifically true. And yet on your everyday basis, The fact that you gained five pounds does not make you a weight on society, does not mean that you no longer have the brain cells or the energy to properly work and offer up whatever you have to offer to the world. So it's about recognizing those thoughts and recognizing how it's something that's been imposed on you, not a truth. And yet it will feel very true, by the way, because we have been told these things since we were babies tiny humans that at that point yes had personalities <laughs> now that I have a kid I know we all have like innate personalities and still had that worth but we need to recognize that we were taught certain things and taught to think they were true that aren't 
And here's another thing that can help you. Maybe it could be a second thing. I don't know how many I'll have because I'm trying to keep this short. Uh, and I will do other episodes with people who actually are way more fluent in the language of worth and body love. But I just wanted to, you know, get you started. But here's my other question is that I've actually, I asked a client once and it helped them. So hopefully it can help you was we were talking about body image issues and they were having a hard time understanding and even agreeing with me that everyone was worthy no matter their weight. They agreed for other people, which happens a lot. But for themselves, they were like, no, Helen, because it's true. I'm more lazy now. Uh, and that's why I gained weight. And I was like, well, there's a lot of things happening. Also, you're aging and life events that can definitely have an impact on weight in this case it was weight and I asked them okay well were you worthy when you were a kid and they were like yes of course I was worthy when I was a kid and I was like okay well you know does a 10 year old kid also deserve to be happy or do they need to work for that happiness and you know they saw me coming but they were like yes of course at 10 years old you shouldn't need to to work for it for it I was like, okay, well, what about that same kid when they're 16 and they might be yelling after their parents, they might be having a hard time and their bodies have definitely changed. Are they still worthy? And the person was like, yes, of course. And we all have a rough period, but that doesn't change the worth that we have. I was like, okay, well, if that worth was there when they were 10 and when they're 15, and I'm guessing when they're 20, when does it leave? When do we suddenly have to become these workaholics who work so hard and love the pain in order for us to be worthy? What precise moment can you indicate? Is it when you're done with university? Is it when you're done with high school? Is it, you know, once you've decided a career choice for an, as an adult, whatever that is, when does it stop being about inner worth? And when does it become this outside, you suddenly control your body and how your body is to the point where your whole worth has now switched from inside you to your outside. And of course, this client did not have an answer to this question because your worth is not dependent on your body. So if you're having trouble right now seeing your worth because of the way you look, because you don't fit into social norms, I invite you to take a look at your previous self and ask yourself that question of, was I worthy as a kid to be loved? And even, I'm sorry if that happened to you, even if you weren't in the best situation and you, or you were in a really hard situation, that doesn't change the fact that you were worthy of love. Now, maybe you didn't get it and I'm really sorry for you and that's not okay. You definitely should have had parents or caretakers that gave you that love, but if you didn't, that doesn't mean that you are the problem here and that you didn't deserve and you weren't worthy. It was them that was the problem. And that doesn't change as you go along in life. It's not because we live in a fat phobic society where fat is awful to the point where we'll always compliment someone's weight loss no matter what they're doing to do it to get there. And we do that all the time. I've had that happen to me a lot as well. We would rather in our society celebrate thin people even if they are lazy and undisciplined and mean because they're thin rather than celebrate a fat person who is generous smart and kind that's how messed up our society is so I'm here to tell you to stop going with those norms to stop thinking that it comes from a scientific research background that's not true also the diet industry makes billions a year and does not want you to love yourself and understand that your worth has nothing to do with um, your weight because then they'd lose. So any diet and any program or whatever now they're called like lifestyles, 
And the minute you need to count calories and it's actually something you where you have to weigh yourself, yeah, that's a red flag also because your worth is in no way equated to that number on a scale. It just isn't. And don't come at me saying, well, what about health? Because if you're actually concerned about health, you are only going to talk to me about exercise, maybe nutrition, my mental health, and what makes me feel good. And guess what? That has nothing to do with weight. Again, I'm not going deeper into that science because other books have done it. And also, our bodies are not made just to be looked at. They are made to be useful to us in any way they can. So we should be grateful for our bodies. And we don't always need to be in love with them or to hate them. We can just be neutral about them because we are so much more than our bodies. Okay, I don't have time for much more today. But again, maintenance phase is a great way to start or to keep going when it comes to podcasts. Um, there are definitely books that I'll put a link to maybe a few books in the show notes. Um, but really your worth has nothing to do with your body. And so if you are following people online, that's maybe the third one that I can give you right now. If you're following people online that keep talking about loving your body, but also talking about their weight loss, their before and after pictures, all of those things are actually not good for you because they are again sending the message that your worth depends on your body and that there is a before and an after. There's no before and after. There's only during. And you're going through stuff now that you didn't go through. You will go through things later. And there is no before and after because you are always worthy, even before, even after. And life keeps going. So the only after there is, is once we've died. I'm sorry, like that sounds harsh, but it's true. So stop with those before and afters and think of the now. Think of how you can make your life simply awesome now. And definitely that includes seeing your worth, embracing your body as much as you can in this moment, and also embracing body neutrality if that's what you need to. But just know that you are not alone struggling with this. You are not the problem our society is. The diets are the problem. Those people encouraging you to be thin just to be thin, whatever that means now because morally it's better or something, that's all bullshit. I'll finish with a final example to kind of help you understand this idea of fat phobic societies we live in is if you show me a picture, well not me, not anymore, if you show a picture of a fat person eating a like fast food burger with fries, um, automatically the thought will go to, oh, this person isn't taking care of themselves. That's why they're fat. They deserve it. They're like, they deserve to be fat and be mistreated because look at them. They're not taking care of themselves. They're not as worthy because of that. Uh, they are doing on purpose and they're a weight to, on society. And guess what? If I show you a picture of a thin white girl, let's say like the ideal type, you know, the blonde, like <laughs> white girl thin with a burger, I'm going to, I swear, People will say, well, good for her. She treated herself. She's so good. She's just like giving herself a little treat. She deserves it. Wow, she's so cool. She's so true and real. But here's the thing. This is fat phobic because if it really was about health and about nutrition, right, which is what we're told and what a lot of people will say when they look at someone who's fat and who's eating a burger, they're like, no, it's because I'm worried about their health. That's bullshit because if it really was about health, a thin person eating a burger and a fat person eating a burger would have the same reaction because the important part would be the burger, but it isn't. What actually defines our reaction is the weight of the person. Now, 
the fact that we will respond positively to a thin person eating something that is, you know, kind of well known as being bad for you, whatever bad means. That's another story I'm not going to get into. And the fact that we shame someone who is fat, who is eating also a bad food shows just how fat phobic it is because it's not about the meal. It's about the fat person. And it's about the fact that we think fat people don't deserve to treat themselves, that fat people are putting that on themselves. And it's about attributing so much positive morality to a thin person of whom we have no idea what their diet actually looks like and whether or not they're treating themselves or not. These are all lies that we are told that thin is always good, means they're healthy, means they're aware of themselves and of their bodies and that fat people aren't. And that is a complete lie. So why is it important to know what fat phobia is and to recognize our fat phobia? Well, honestly, people, this one isn't just about your life. It's about positive change. It's also that why I have this podcast, right? This podcast is to help you live a simply awesome life. But if at the same time, I can encourage you to treat others better, to acknowledge that there are some things and some beliefs that you need to change, just like I've had to do and I keep having to do. That's also good. That's also part of life coaching. <laughs> and that's part of the message I want to send out there. And again, it takes away the power that society is given to bodies and to certain bodies over other bodies. You will never have the good enough body because there will always be something you'll want to change. And that's why the diet industry is so strong because we are never satisfied, because we don't feel good enough. And they don't actually want you to embrace your body and dance around eating ice cream and not worrying in quotes about things, you know, when in reality, all they want you is to keep feeling unworthy so that they can keep getting your money and keep getting you into diets. So I hope you can see the strength and power of putting the energy you would put towards hating your body, towards um, defining your worth by your body, And if you switch that into living a simply awesome life, I really hope you can see the power in there and the power in changing, in changing those fat phobic ideas that you've had, that I've had, and looking at the world in a different way, in a more positive way, in a more inclusive way. I definitely think that life coaching and self-growth is about more than just us. It's also about society and what we leave in this world. And if I can help you change some of the views you've had that are very toxic in our society, then I will be more than thrilled. <laughs> okay, I know this was a bit of a mumble jumble that like I I took some <laughs> side roads. And like I said, I will... I am trying to have, find people that I can have on that actually are more comfortable speaking about it, that are more specialized in certain aspects of body image and worthiness. And again, I love having conversations with people. So hopefully you can get more out of that. But I think this is a good start off to remember that your worth does not depend on your body. It does not change depending on your body. It always remains the same. We live in a fat phobic society and noticing that and trying to change that will actually change your relationship to yourself and to your worth. I hope this was in a way helpful to you that it spoke to you. If it did, please message me. Please let me know. Maybe even review the podcast if you're liking what you're hearing. Obviously, this would help. Obviously, five stars is always appreciated. <laughs> But seriously and sincerely, like, thank you for listening. Um, thank you in advance for your input. I appreciate you. I hope you appreciate yourself. And I will see you next week. 
Thanks again for taking the time to listen to this episode. If you want to follow me for more content, more motivation, I'm on Instagram at HelenJaneGrourke underscore coaching, or you can visit my website, www.HelenJaneGCoaching.com. There's a newsletter on there as well as other free resources that can also be game changers. And before we leave, remember, you are already worthy of living a simply awesome life.